grace, mercy, and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The captain of the U.S. naval battleship was in need of an epiphany. You see, he and his crew had been training for several days out on the water, and the weather had become particularly harsh. Their patches of fog and visibility was rather terrible, so the captain decided to remain on top of the, the ship and stay guard uh, overseeing all of the activities. Shortly after dark, the lookout cried out to the captain, light bearing on the starboard bow. The, ca the captain quickly responded, is it steady or moving astern? Steady, captain, was the reply. This meant that the captain and the ship were on a dangerous collision course with the other ship. He quickly said to the signalman, signal that ship. We are on a collision course. Advise you change your course 20 degrees. Back shot the response, advisable for you to change your course 20 degrees. The captain was no doubt a little bit flustered when he received this response from the other ship. And so he said, send, I am a captain. Change your course 20 degrees. Back came the reply, I am a seaman, second class. You had better change your course 20 degrees. The captain at this point was getting rather furious and angry. And so he said, send, I am a battleship. Change your course 20 degrees. Back came the reply, I am a lighthouse. <laughs> the captain and the battleship no doubt changed their degrees rather quickly. You see, the, the captain was in need of an epiphany. He needed light to shine on the situation. He needed to see that ahead of him was not a ship, but a lighthouse. In this season, this season of epiphany, we are reminded that not only does that light need to shine out upon the admiral in the situation that he is in, but the world is also in need of an epiphany. The world is in need of this manifestation of the truth. You see, like the ship and the captain, the world is on a dangerous collision course with sin and death. You and I don't need anyone to tell us this. We know that the world and all people in it at some point are going to die. The world needs an epiphany. It needs that light to shine forth and that message from the seamen, the signal saying that, I am a lighthouse to come to it. Perhaps you've seen people in this world go to great lengths to find that epiphany. Recently, I was listening to a podcast uh, by Mark Zuckerberg, as well as uh, his wife, Dr. Priscilla Chan. The two of them have a very ambitious goal. By the end of the century, they're hoping to eradicate all diseases. They want to cure, prevent, or manage 
all diseases by the end of the century. It's a very ambitious goal, and it certainly is the epiphany that much of the world is looking for. All people will go to great extents to find that epiphany, whether it be in science or perhaps even in meditation or philosophies or other religions. The world is desperate for an epiphany. But you see, that epiphany can only come from God. As we read in our gospel today, it comes from God, and God chooses to use two means. Much as the captain of the ship saw a light and received that message from the seamen, so also we see that God chooses to use the means of a light and a message. Beginning with verse 1, we read, Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. So also, in verse 9, after meeting King Herod, they go on, They went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen, when it rose, went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. You see, that light that the wise men received wasn't the light of just the lighthouse. Instead, it was a divine light of a star that God provided them. The wise men were led on by this divine light, but they were also led on by words, by a message, much like that of the seamen signaling the ship. Beginning with verse 5. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people, Israel. This wasn't just any typical message like that sent by the lighthouse, but it is the very message, the very word of God spoken by the prophets. Where does this message, this word of God and that divine light lead the Magi? Where does it lead them? Well, it leads them to the same place that has led each of you. You see, by the message of God's very own word, you've been brought to the Christ child, Jesus. By the divine light shining over, over above, by the Holy Spirit, that is, you have come to faith and you confess him to be a prophet, a priest, and a king, as we remembered or called, brought to mind in the children's message. By God's word and divine light, you have already beheld your epiphany, your Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, he alone is the one who can divert you from that collision course with sin and death. And he has done that by being born as a child without sin. Living that perfect life 
that you and I could not do. He himself collided with that lighthouse, the lighthouse of sin and death, so that you and I can escape. He did that so that when we meet death, death is but a portal for our life to come, eternal life without sin, where we will be ascended and be on high with God. By word and light, each of you have received your epiphany, and yet it is that same epiphany that the world still so desperately needs today. I'm curious, if you asked someone random what or who they thought Jesus was, what would they respond? If you ask them, who is Jesus, how would they respond? If they respond that he's a prophet, priest, and king, you probably haven't gotten too far outside of the doors of the church. You see, if you ask someone who Jesus is, according to the American Worldview Inventory, if you ask 100 people, they break it up in this way. More than 90 uh, of the people would acclaim that Jesus is a historical person. That sounds pretty good to begin with. And taking from that, 70 would claim that they are followers of Christ, that they are Christians. That still sounds pretty good, still a majority, and yet we have to ask the question, what is meant by Christian? Of the 70, 40 would say that good works help earn their way to heaven. Only 23 of the 100 would say that they go to heaven because they've confessed their sins and can only be saved of the consequences of what Jesus has done, being born and dying on the cross. See how the numbers quickly shrink. And that's only here in the U.S. You see, the world is still in desperate need of an epiphany. As much, if not more today, than the time when the Magi came. You know where the world is headed you know that it's headed on a collision course with sin and death. And yet as a church, you've received that life-giving epiphany that only comes by Christ. Your course has been changed. Death has been averted. So boldly take that same message, that word that God has given you in Scripture, and proclaim it to the world so that they too may escape that collision with sin and death. You know that when you proclaim God's word to the world, that that divine light, the Holy Spirit, will be at work. He promises to work through God's word, gathering all people to worship baby Jesus as Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen.